0: Today on the podcast, you'll hear from Joyce Meyer. Joyce is known around the world for teaching practical wisdom from God's Word. She's also a best-selling author. You can watch Joyce Meyer enjoying everyday life weekday mornings on Miracle Channel at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. Let's dive into the message.
1: THE GREATEST transformation I BELIEVE, IS WHAT GOD DOES IN US AND HOW HE CHANGES US FROM WHAT WE WERE WHEN WE STARTED TO WHAT HE WANTS US TO BE. AND IT'S A PROCESS. IT'S NOT SOMETHING THAT HAPPENS ALL AT ONCE. IT DOESN'T HAPPEN INSTANTANEOUSLY. IT HAPPENS OVER A PERIOD OF TIME. AND IF YOU WANT TO ENJOY YOUR JOURNEY WITH GOD, THEN YOU WILL HAVE TO BE PATIENT AND REALIZE THAT ALTHOUGH YOU'RE NOT YET WHERE YOU NEED TO BE, THAT GOD'S NOT MAD AT YOU ABOUT THAT, That HE LOVES YOU EVERY STEP OF THE WAY. AND THE MAIN THING I BELIEVE THAT GOD WANTS IS FOR US TO JUST KEEP PRESSING ON AND TO BE MAKING SOME KIND OF PROGRESS. I DON'T KNOW ABOUT YOU, BUT I LIKE PROGRESS. I LIKE TO KNOW THAT I'M GETTING SOMEWHERE, EVEN IF IT'S NOT EVERYWHERE THAT I WOULD LIKE TO BE, AT LEAST I'M GETTING SOMEWHERE. SO WE TELL PEOPLE, and HAVE BEEN TELLING THEM FOR YEARS, YOU MAY NOT BE WHERE YOU WANT TO BE, BUT THANK GOD YOU'RE NOT WHERE YOU USED TO BE. AND AND I ENCOURAGE YOU, NOW LISTEN TO ME, I WANT TO ENCOURAGE YOU THIS MORNING TO BE EXCITED ABOUT THE GROWTH THAT YOU'VE HAD. DON'T BE, DON'T ALWAYS JUST BE LOOKING AT WHAT YOU'RE NOT, WHAT YOU'RE NOT, WHAT YOU'RE NOT, BUT REALLY GET EXCITED AND TAKE SOME TIME SOMETIMES AND THINK ABOUT JUST THE DIFFERENCE IN YOU FROM WHEN YOU STARTED WITH GOD AND WHERE YOU'RE AT NOW. HOW MANY OF YOU ARE A LITTLE BIT NICER THAN YOU USED TO BE? OKAY. THANK GOD. SO, THE GREATEST TRANSFORMATION, I BELIEVE, IS FOR A PERSON TO BE SELFISH, SELF-CENTERED, SELF-CONSCIOUS, (laughs) SELF-CONCEITED, SELF-CONFIDENT, SELF-ABSORBED, AND BE TURNED INTO A CHRIST-LIKE, UNSELFISH CHILD OF GOD. WHO WALKS IN LOVE THAT'S OUR GOAL WALKING IN LOVE NOT THE WORLD KIND OF LOVE THAT WE TURN ON AND OFF DEPENDENT ON WHAT PEOPLE DO BUT THE AGAPE OF GOD THE KIND OF LOVE THAT JUST LOVES BECAUSE THAT'S WHAT IT IS A GOOD THING TO PRAY IS GOD REDUCE ME TO LOVE LET ME BE A BODY wholly FILLED AND FLOODED WITH LOVE THE GREATEST COMMANDMENT IS, YOU SHALL LOVE THE LORD YOUR GOD WITH ALL YOUR HEART, WITH ALL YOUR SOUL, WITH ALL YOUR MIND AND ALL YOUR STRENGTH. AND YOU SHALL LOVE YOUR NEIGHBOR AS YOU LOVE YOURSELF. I THINK THE BIBLE'S A BOOK LARGELY ABOUT RELATIONSHIPS. IT'S ABOUT OUR RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD, OUR RELATIONSHIP WITH PEOPLE, BUT IT'S ALSO A LOT ABOUT OUR RELATIONSHIP WITH ourselves. AND I DON'T KNOW IF YOU'VE NOTICED IT YET OR NOT, BUT A LOT OF THE BIBLE TALKS ABOUT THE WAY GOD WANTS US TO SEE OURSELVES. AND THE ATTITUDE THAT HE WANTS US TO HAVE TOWARD ourselves. GOD ACTUALLY WANTS YOU TO LOVE YOURSELF. NOT IN A SELFISH, SELF-CENTERED WAY, BUT IN A BALANCED, HEALTHY WAY. HE WANTS YOU TO NOT BE AGAINST YOURSELF ALL THE TIME AND CONSTANTLY FINDING EVERYTHING THAT'S WRONG WITH YOU, BUT HE WANTS YOU TO SEE WHAT HE HAS CREATED YOU TO BE AND THAT ALTHOUGH YOU'VE NOT ARRIVED YET, YOU ARE ON YOUR WAY. EVERYBODY SAY, I'M ON MY WAY. way. SO I THINK TO EXPERIENCE THIS KIND OF TRANSFORMATION, ONE OF THE THINGS and, AND THE FIRST THING THAT WE NEED TO DO IS WE NEED TO LEARN WHO WE ARE IN CHRIST AND THEN BEGIN TO WALK IN THAT. NOW WHAT DO I MEAN WHEN I SAY WHO WE ARE IN CHRIST? WELL, WHEN WE'RE BORN AGAIN, WE'RE PUT INTO CHRIST AND HE COMES TO LIVE IN US. WE BECOME ONE. AND SO, HIM BEING IN US, WE NOW SHARE IN EVERYTHING THAT HE IS, EVERYTHING THAT HE HAS, AND EVERYTHING THAT HE'S DONE BY FAITH. JESUS IS TOTALLY RIGHTEOUS. NOTHING WRONG WITH HIM. AND DO YOU KNOW THE BIBLE SAYS THAT HE THAT KNEW NO no SIN, BEING JESUS, BECAME SIN, THAT WE, might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. So in Christ, one of the things that we now have is rightness instead of wrongness. Isn't that wonderful? Let's look at Romans 3:23. "Since all have sinned and are falling short. Of THE HONOR AND THE GLORY OF GOD. I LIKE THAT. IT DOESN'T SAY THAT WE'VE ALL SINNED AND DID FALL SHORT. WE ARE FALLING SHORT. (laughs) EVERY DAY, EVERY MOMENT. WE ARE FALLING SHORT OF THE HONOR AND THE GLORY WHICH GOD BESTOWS AND RECEIVES. ALL, EVERYBODY SAY ALL. (laughs) HOW MANY OF YOU AGREE WE'VE ALL SINNED? OKAY. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? NOT EVERYBODY, knows and even if they did know they might have a hard time agreeing to the rest of this so all are justified that means made just as if you've never sinned and made upright and in right standing with god freely and gratuitously by his grace his unmerited favor and mercy THROUGH THE REDEMPTION WHICH IS PROVIDED IN CHRIST JESUS. SO, IN CHRIST, WE ARE MADE RIGHT WITH GOD. DO YOU KNOW HOW WONDERFUL AND FREEING IT IS TO NOT HAVE TO CONSTANTLY MEDITATE ON EVERYTHING THAT'S WRONG WITH YOU? AM I THE ONLY ONE IN THE BUILDING THAT'S EXCITED ABOUT THAT? I MEAN, ISN'T THAT... My gosh, I did that for so many years. And you know, the world is full of people that are more than happy to tell you what's wrong with you. They put out all these standards and rules that we're supposed to follow, and this is what we're supposed to do. I mean, even the magazines show us what we're supposed to look like. But you got to remember that those are all airbrushed. And they're little... Teenagers that don't have one ounce of body fat on them. And I don't know, excuse me, but I don't think Eve looked that way. I've decided to believe she had a little meat on her bones, amen? Now, that's just my personal opinion, but, you know, there you have It doesn't have much to do with what else I'm saying today, but it's still good. And when I say that we're righteous, I don't mean we do everything right. AND THAT'S THE GLORY OF THIS. WE ALL ARE FALLING SHORT (laughs) OF THE GLORY OF GOD. YOU'VE ALREADY DONE WRONG THINGS THIS MORNING. I'VE ALREADY DONE WRONG THINGS. SO, THE BIBLE SAYS THAT WHEN WE SIN, WE NOT ONLY SIN IN BEHAVIOR, BUT ALSO IN THOUGHT AND WORD. THOUGHT, WORD, AND DEED. SO, WE MIGHT AS WELL JUST GIVE UP THE PRESSURE OF PERFECTIONISM AND STOP FEELING LIKE THAT GOD'S GONNA REJECT US OR BE MAD AT US IF WE DON'T PERFORM PERFECTLY EVERY DAY. NOW, SOMEBODY MIGHT SAY, WELL, JOYCE, DON'T YOU THINK YOU'RE TAKING A CHANCE IN SAYING THAT TO PEOPLE? WHAT IF THEY JUST NOW THINK IT'S OKAY FOR THEM TO SIN? WELL, YOU KNOW WHAT? I'M NOT THE LEAST BIT WORRIED ABOUT THAT, AND I'LL TELL YOU WHY. IF YOU LOVE GOD ENOUGH TO COME OUT HERE THIS MORNING to hear his word on a Saturday morning, then you are not a person that's getting up every day looking for an excuse to sin. So I'm gonna help you by telling you, yes, do your best and let God do the rest. And every day you'll get better and better and better, little by little, from glory to glory we improve. OVER THE LAST, four, WELL, DAVE AND I'VE BEEN MARRIED 48 YEARS, AND OVER THE LAST 40 YEARS SINCE I'VE BEEN REALLY SERIOUSLY STUDYING THE WORD OF GOD, I MEAN, HE HONESTLY PROBABLY FEELS LIKE HE'S BEEN MARRIED TO 20 DIFFERENT WOMEN. <laughs> AND i TELL YOU WHAT, I STILL HAVE NOT ARRIVED, BUT I AM SURE NOT LIKE I USED TO BE, AND THAT'S WHAT THE WORD OF GOD IS SUPPOSED TO DO FOR US. <laughs> AMEN? WE ARE TRANSFORMED. Into his image amen our destination is Christ likeness and our destination is to respond to people and things and situations the way that Jesus did when he was here thank God that the world is not our standard but Jesus is our standard so I love that that we are falling short IT'S NOT JUST A ONE-TIME THING. I DIDN'T JUST, LIKE, GET ALL MESSED UP, BUT NOW I'VE I've GOT IT ALL TOGETHER. WE ARE FALLING SHORT OF THE GLORY OF GOD, BUT WE ARE ALL JUSTIFIED AND MADE RIGHT WITH GOD THROUGH CHRIST, IN HIM. NOT IN MY BEHAVIOR. I DON'T DO EVERYTHING RIGHT, BUT I STILL AM RIGHT. AND HERE'S THE REASON WHY THIS IS SO IMPORTANT. NOW, PLEASE LISTEN. YOU'RE NEVER GOING TO PRODUCE ANYTHING THAT YOU DON'T BELIEVE YOU HAVE. SO HOW FOOLISH WOULD IT BE, AND THIS IS MANY TIMES WHAT PEOPLE DO. YOU GOTTA DO THIS, YOU GOTTA DO THIS, YOU NEED TO DO THIS, YOU NEED TO DO THAT. THAT'S WHAT RELIGION, JUST RAW RELIGION WITHOUT RELATIONSHIP, DOES TO US MANY TIMES. LOADS US DOWN WITH RULES AND REGULATIONS AND ALL OF THESE GUIDELINES ABOUT BEHAVIOR, BUT NEVER GETS AROUND TO TELLING US WHO WE ARE IN CHRIST. Amen? If I don't know that I have something, I can't produce it. If you said to me, give me a dollar, I couldn't give you a dollar if I didn't know that I had a dollar. So how can you ever have better, how can you ever produce more right behavior if you don't know that you are right and that that seed of rightness is in you as a gift from God? So I want everybody to say, I've got it. And this is what we need to know. We've got it. We've got what it takes. We're full of everything that we need, and it's just working its way from deep inside of us to outside of us where everybody can see it. This is a happy day, happy day, happy day. Okay. We are loved. Wow. SO MANY PEOPLE DESPERATELY NEED TO NOT ONLY HEAR THAT, BUT BELIEVE IT. I'VE SAID SEVERAL TIMES IN THIS CONFERENCE, GOD IS NEVER GONNA LOVE YOU ANY MORE THAN HE DOES AT THIS MOMENT RIGHT NOW. YOU MIGHT THINK, well, mm. BECAUSE SEE, SOMETIMES WE THINK, WELL, IF WE IMPROVE, THEN GOD WILL LOVE US MORE. GOD DOESN'T LOVE US BECAUSE OF ANYTHING WE DO. HE LOVES US BECAUSE THAT'S WHO HE IS. GOD IS LOVE. AND HE LOVES US WITH EVERLASTING LOVE, WITH A PERFECT LOVE THAT IS UNCONDITIONAL AND CANNOT BE BOUGHT. CAN I TELL YOU SOMETHING TODAY? GOD IS NOT FOR SALE, AND YOU CANNOT BUY HIM WITH YOUR GOOD WORKS. AMEN? IT'S FREE GRACE. GOD LOVES US, NOT BECAUSE WE DESERVE IT, BUT BECAUSE HE HAS TO DO THAT. THAT'S JUST WHAT HE DOES, AND SO, Even if you just are having a really hard time getting a hold of how God could love you, just receive it and let that love begin to heal the wounds in your life. You know, as you know, I was sexually abused by my dad. At least you know it if you've watched my TV program and went on for many years. And I talk about it a lot because it was the the cause of so many wounds in my life. That NEEDED TO BE HEALED. CHILDREN ARE MEANT TO BE LOVED AND, and CARED FOR and, AND TO GET TO LAUGH AND TO PLAY AND to, TO BE NURTURED. AND I DIDN'T GET ANY OF THAT. THE PEOPLE WHO TOLD ME THAT THEY LOVED ME ABANDONED ME, ABUSED ME. MY DAD WAS ANGRY ALL THE TIME. EVERY TIME you DIDN'T DO EXACTLY WHAT HE WANTED, HE WAS ANGRY. You never knew from one day to the next what he expected. So even if you thought you had it figured out on Tuesday, it might change on Wednesday. And the whole goal, it seemed like for years, was just to try to dance around him and try to keep him from getting mad, because if he got mad, you never knew what he was going to do. I mean, sometimes he'd beat my mother up or rant and rave and scream and yell. You just never knew. And so by the time you have about 15 years of that, you're messed up. THEN I MARRIED THE FIRST GUY THAT CAME ALONG WHEN I WAS 18 BECAUSE I THOUGHT SINCE I'D BEEN ABUSED, NOBODY WOULD EVER WANT ME. SO, YOU KNOW, I DIDN'T KNOW WHAT LOVE WAS. I'D NEVER SEEN ANY, SO I JUST MARRIED THE FIRST GUY THAT CAME ALONG, AND HE WAS JUST A NUTCASE. AND, YOU KNOW, I SAY THIS A LOT. VERY OFTEN, PEOPLE THAT ARE HURT AND TROUBLED, OUT OF DESPERATION, MARRY OTHER TROUBLED PEOPLE. Boy, we got to be careful about making decisions in desperation. You know, you would be better off to be by yourself than to be with the wrong person. Trust me on that. Amen. So five years I was married to him. And he would leave me. He would abandon me in other states. And I'd have to call somebody at home to get some money to... I got abandoned in Mexico, I got abandoned in California. Here I'm 18 and I've been through already a a lifetime of hell and now I've got five more years of it and all this is love. (laughs) He'd get tired of being out by himself and he'd show up again in the middle of the night. Oh, I love you. I'm so sorry. And I was dumb enough to keep believing it time after time after time. Why? Why? Because I was desperate for love. If there's anything that we want and need, it's love. And not some kind of a perverted, worldly kind of love, but a love that says, I love you the way you are. That doesn't mean that maybe we don't need to change, but. YOU KNOW, ONE OF THE BEST THINGS ABOUT MY HUSBAND IS HE JUST LETS ME BE ME. AND SOMETIMES THE VERSION OF ME IS NOT AS GREAT AS SOME OTHER TIMES. I'M A LITTLE MOUTHY, A LITTLE SNIPPY, GOT A LITTLE FIRE IN ME. and HE ACTUALLY SAYS THAT THAT'S WHY HE MARRIED ME. HE LIKES THAT FIRE, SO I JUST GIVE IT TO HIM, SO HE'S HAPPY. (laughs) But how many of you just get so tired of trying to be what you think everybody wants you to be and then they're still never satisfied? But God is not like that. He likes you. He likes your big feet. He likes the space in your teeth. He likes everything about you every single thing about you things that other people think are flaws he thinks are cute amen Ephesians 3:17 and 18 <laughs> and see here's the thing the more that you know that God loves you the more amazed you're going to be and that is gonna cause you to want to change more than anything else could ever make you want to change. It's knowing that God loves you. The Bible says the love of Christ constrains us. So that means it's the love of God that causes us to discipline ourselves and to not make those wrong choices that we know would go against the will of God. Let me tell you something, I do a lot of things because I love Jesus that I would have never thought that I would have been able to do. Amen. I MEAN, I PUT UP WITH SOME PEOPLE THAT I WOULD'VE NEVER THOUGHT THAT I WOULD'VE BEEN WILLING TO PUT UP WITH, AND I DON'T DO IT BECAUSE I WANT TO, I DON'T DO IT BECAUSE IT'S FUN, I DON'T DO IT BECAUSE I LIKE IT, I DON'T DO IT BECAUSE THEY DESERVE IT. I DO IT BECAUSE I LOVE JESUS, AND I LOVE HIM BECAUSE HE FIRST LOVED ME. I SPENT A YEAR, NOT A DAY OR TWO DAYS OR A WEEK, I SPENT A YEAR STUDYING, MEDITATING ON AND CONFESSING THAT GOD LOVED ME, A YEAR. AND LET ME TELL YOU SOMETHING, IF YOU DON'T HAVE THAT REVELATION, THEN YOU MIGHT AS WELL JUST TAKE A BREAK FROM EVERYTHING ELSE. YOU DON'T NEED TO STUDY ANYTHING ELSE. AND YOU NEED TO JUST STUDY AND FOCUS ON AND READ EVERYTHING YOU CAN GET YOUR HANDS ON ABOUT HOW MUCH GOD LOVES YOU. AND THAT HE'S NEVER GONNA QUIT ON YOU. HE'S NEVER GONNA GIVE UP ON YOU. GOD'S NOT MAD AT YOU EVERY TIME YOU MAKE A MISTAKE. Amen. Amen. In Ephesians 3, wherever that's at in here, it says, May Christ through your faith. See, you have to realize that all that I'm talking about this morning comes through faith. You don't get it if you don't believe it. That's why we started on Thursday night saying, Dare to believe. May Christ through your faith actually dwell, settle down, abide make his permanent home in your hearts and may you be rooted deep in love and founded securely on love. That you might have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, the experience of that love. We can actually experience the love of God. You can learn to recognize that's God loving me. God did that for me. That's a wink from God. That's God letting me know that he sees me and that he loves me. And to me, to be honest, I mean, I just told God this morning, I said, I will work as hard as you want me to for as long as you want me to, but one thing I absolutely cannot live without, I have to have your presence and I have to see you show up in my life. And I'm serious. If I can't have that, then I might as well just check out because that really is our food. And most of the things that excite me the most, although I love for God to do great big things for me, it's little stuff. Little things that might not even, might not even relate to somebody else. They might not even get it at all. But it's something that he knows is important to me. AND THERE'S NOTHING I LOVE BETTER THAN KNOWING THAT GOD IS TAKING CARE OF ME. THIS IS THE DIFFERENCE, BY THE WAY, IN RELATIONSHIP AND RELIGION. RELIGION JUST HAS YOU STRUGGLING AND TRYING AND FAILING AND UNDER CONDEMNATION, TRYING TO DO THE RIGHT THING, TRYING TO DO THE RIGHT THING, TRYING TO DO THE RIGHT THING. BUT RELATIONSHIP LOVES UP ON YOU. And then leads you into doing the right thing by his power, his grace, his mercy. Amen? Experience the love of God. Something I started doing years ago, still do it, and it might be good for you if you did it. I started keeping a little notebook of things that God did for me little things, big things. And boy, I tell you what, sometimes when you kind of lose track of, what's going on in your life, and you start to feel a little down and sorry for yourself, you you can get that book out, and you can look at, oh, yeah, I remember, oh, yeah, man, I remember that. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. You know, remembering things builds your faith up. How many of you can remember right now something, let's say something big God did for you? Okay. How many of you can remember something little that God did for you, just some little thing? Here's an example. There's a girl sitting here on the front row this morning. Her name is Grace. And yesterday, accidentally, after the conference, we ended up in the same local coffee shop. Now, see, I don't think that there are accidents with God. I think that He wanted her to be in there with me because it meant a lot to her to get to talk to me. And so, when she saw me in there, she got teary-eyed, and she said, I've been listening to you since I was 12 years old. And so we chatted a minute, she went outside, then her mother brought her back in, who's also with her today, and she said, you have to understand the story. She said, when she was 12 years old, she was, had so much anxiety and so much panic that she had to be hospitalized. None of the medicine was helping her. None of the counseling was helping her. The treatment program wasn't helping her. Somehow, was it television you started seeing me on or CDs or what? She started seeing the program on TV, and it started helping her. And I'm sure one of the things that probably helped you was just what I'm talking about today, knowing that you were loved and accepted unconditionally. Because that's what causes us to end up in a mess like that trying to be something we don't know how to be so we can get something from somebody that they're probably never going to give us anyway. Did you hear me? How many of you are tired of trying to be something you don't know how to be so you can get something from somebody that's probably never going to give it to you? And if they only give it to you because you earn it and please them all the time, then that's what you'll have to keep doing all your life to keep getting it. AND SO, SHE SAID SOMETHING THAT JUST REALLY BLESSED ME. SHE SAID, I WATCHED YOU THREE TIMES A DAY, AND SHE SAID, FOR ONE YEAR, I WATCHED YOU THREE TIMES A DAY, AND THE WORD THAT YOU PREACHED BECAME MY intravenous DRIP. <laughs> THAT'S COOL, ISN'T IT? AND HER MOTHER SAID SHE WAS COMPLETELY HEALED BY THE WORD OF GOD. And now she's 18 and on her way to a great life. Now, Grace, I know they all want to see you, so you're going to have to stand up and turn around. Don't be embarrassed. Just look how pretty she is. (laughs) Thank you. Well, see, so that was God just, I mean, what are the chances of us ending up in that same coffee shop? Slim to none. But God did that for her and God did it for me because I have to hear that kind of stuff to keep doing what I'm doing. Amen.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more messages from encouraging speakers that air on Miracle Channel and Corco. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.